It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. Hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Much to get to today. I'm very excited about the show here as we begin uh, your drive home. Coming up later in the show, best-selling author James Patterson and Mike Lupica have a book together, The uh, House of Wolves, and they're going to be on the show to talk about it. They're actually in North Carolina today. They're at an event in uh, Charlotte later on, and then uh, they're going to be at Clemson in Clemson, South Carolina tomorrow. If they go to Clemson, Ben, can't first of all, Ben Byram, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, producer of the uh, show today. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. There What's happening? Go. James Patterson. I grew at... up reading some of his books. He's got a new book. In fact, I tell you what I'm going to do, Ben. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make a note right now. You Watch this. I've, got, I've written it down. Okay, there you I'm go. You got a sticky email... note there. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. I'm uh, Marker. So it's in marker. See this, Ben? Well, that's going to bleed through on the table. Come on, dude. No, 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 no. I, I, this is, it's fine. I'm going to put this note here in front of me, right? Okay. And I'm going to email you the copy of their book that I got sent to me. It's in like a PDF form. So you got to figure out how you're going to read it yourself. But I'm going to send you this book. How about that? Okay. You remember that time you had a video game developer on and I got a free video game? Yeah. Do you still play that game or is that long gone? No, I mean, it's it's a couple years behind now. You know, it's outdated. It's worthless now. But but you love that, though, didn't I you? I did love that game. I, I, it's about time we get more video game people on so I can get free video games. I got a VR, you know. Do you really? I do have a VR, yeah. Let's get, find a guy who made, like, a VR football game. A VR football game and you'll, and you'll do that? Absolutely. Uh, I'll praise okay. it to the heavens. Where, where is this? I'm looking... Here we go. I'm going to forward this to you right now. Have you ever, uh, besides this one, have you ever read like any James Patterson books growing up or Mike, uh, Mike Lupica? You know, I I read a little bit of this, uh, last night. I have read, uh, no, probably. Well, no, other than for a promotional piece with Lupica, no Patterson. I'm not familiar, but I mean, he's very good. He's like the preeminent crime suspense author in the world. Isn't he? Yeah, I mean, James Patterson's a big deal. Uh, Lupica, I think I remember him as a kid because he made all like these sports books for kids, and that was always very That's popular. That's one of the, the things library, I interviewed yeah. him about. And then, yeah, Lupica's got some other things. So, anyway, Lupica, as I like to call him because that's what Kornheiser calls him, and James Patterson later on in the show today. That's a, that's a big get that's pretty. That's pretty big. So we're going to get them on the line here in tandem. In a little bit. Are we are we able to tandem get them on the line, Ben? Are we good for that? Yeah, no, we got it. <laughs> well, hey, I might have to I might have to rig something together myself and you know shock okay. myself a few times, but we're gonna get it figured uh, out. We also have the the uh, latest on legalization of mobile sports gambling in North Carolina. Uh, we were live at the legislature today with the uh, talk of the town program, so we'll bring you something on that uh, coming up. 
couple of uh, things to get to today. Congratulations to ECU women's basketball. They're now 3-1 and one in the American. Third straight win. They've won 12 games overall. They blew out Temple today in Philadelphia, 72-51, to 51, forced 25 turnovers and a career-high 28 from Danae McGill, who is uh, rolling right now. So they will be in action this weekend, I believe, in Texas against SMU. That is a road game from what I understand. So uh, they'll be playing this weekend against uh, SMU for a chance to go to 4-1 and one in the league. We've got ECU basketball tonight. 8 o'clock local coverage begins here on 94.3 The Game with Ben B-Baby Byram. It is our Pirate Game Day countdown. He'll have some sound from Coach Schwartz. He'll have some sound from uh, the coach of the Bearcats. He'll have a preview of the matchup. Pirates coming off a loss to Memphis. Uh, and Cincinnati is uh, 9-2 and two at home this year. They lost last time out to Houston, which there's no shame in that. Um, they take really good care of the basketball to Cincinnati. So you've got you to be aware of that as you go in. Um, Pirates, look, we know, don't we, Ben, when, when the Pirates are not good, they're doing a couple of things. They're not making threes. They're not making free throws. And in the case of the Memphis game, they're turning the ball over. If they are making free throws at the very least, because they get to the line a lot, and if they take care of the basketball, they're they're a tough team to to deal with. Chances are they're going to win a you, game. If, if yeah, and if you make happen. threes, that always helps. Yeah, I, I was figuring it before our last telecast that I did, and a third of their points and a third of their field goal attempts all come from three. So I mean, that's a big part of their game, and that's fine. And we've seen this year when they get in that range of eight to ten or more threes, they're they're obviously in a position to win the game. Uh, it's tough to go on the road and knock down a bunch of threes, but they did it against Wichita State, so maybe that'll be the case tonight. But you got David Julius back. You got Landers Nolly, who transferred there from Memphis, averaging 15 a game. They got a couple of other double-figure scores. Micah Adams-Woods is great. He's fantastic, coming off a, a game where he scored a season I-19. So uh, we'll see how... Coach Swartz and the guys play 8.30 on the network tonight. So 107.9 WNCT and 94.3 the game, 9 o'clock tip. It'll be a late night for Ben B-Baby Byram, but. Oh, man. Well, it can't be worse than uh, the Super Regionals last year. That was literally <laughs> all day and all night. <laughs> that was all day and all night. Yeah. Uh, so there, there is that. Um, we touched on this a little bit yesterday. We did not touch on this aspect of the story. Uh, there was the Avery Jones. Uh, would you call it decommit and recommit? Is that what you would call it? Uh, I would just he, call it a recommitment. Okay. He recommitted from Illinois to Auburn, right? Yeah. And so that's, that's that, that is, uh, where Avery Jones is going now. He's going to be on the planes. I think that's how they say it. He'll, he'll be a, a, a part of War Eagle. And then Brett Belima, Bellima, Bielema? I can never pronounce his name. Bielema, Belma, Bielema, Bielema, right? Bielema, Bielema? Oh, don't you go say Bilema? it. Because then I really will screw it up. No, Brett no, no, no. Bielema? Please, please don't say it anymore. Okay. The coach of Illinois 
retweeting, retweeting, college football is changing every day, hashtag NIL. A guy who poached a guy from the pirate program with NIL money is mad because the SEC poached the guy with NIL money. Right before our, like, very major bowl game, at least for us, mind you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm going to yeah throw money at this guy and steal him right before yeah, their very important right. ball game. So, I mean, look, Illinois is in the Big Ten. We're told how much money the Big Ten has. It's the state institution, so I'm, I'm sure there are deep-pocketed uh, boosters there. Brett Bielema should... Go to the people with deep pockets and get some cash if he wants to to play the NIL game, right? Well, yeah. I mean, even if he did, he's not competing with the SEC. But I mean, it's the 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 big the big knock on old Brett here is the fact that he's complaining about it. He got beat at his own game there. I mean, yeah. there's no need to complain I mean, about. It. Nobody's going to show any sympathy for you. Uh, let's see some other news and notes from today. Uh, we told you yesterday that uh, obviously the blowout. Uh, not well watched, 17.2 million viewers across the ESPN family of networks. Monday's Georgia TCU college football playoff national championship. Least watched college football title game in the history of the college football playoff and its pre- predecessor, the Bowl Championship Series. Obvi, right? Obvi. Yeah, and do you think that's because of the content? Where it was just a blowout, you know, nobody wants to watch it. Or yeah, I don't think anybody stuck with it because usually yeah. in something like that, the crowd would say, "Because that's what look what happened in the look what happened in uh, on New Year's uh, Eve with the uh, the two competitive semifinal games." Yeah, they had the highest rated numbers in many years. I don't think ever, but I think maybe ever for a New Year's Eve, it's pretty good, right? Yeah, it, it, could it be good. possible where they were like me and they didn't believe in the matchup? They were like, this is college football. These things tend not to happen. Like, there's no way TCU beats Georgia here. Why even bother? Uh, you know, maybe that had something to do with it. Because it's not an event I, I like th- the Super Bowl or in the NCAA tournament or anything like that. I mean, I, I just well, I don't look yeah. at the college football national championship on that level. It's never been that big a deal around well, my house you know, or to the people I know. You know, they had the big, uh, you know, coaches, college and high school, just football coaches clinic. It was in Charlotte this week, around the same time as the national championship. One thing that they've always done at the Final Four is that kind of national coaches clinic goes on during the Final Four. Okay. And you would think that they, and when I say it goes on to the Final Four, it also goes on in the same, in the Final Four city. Same thing for women's basketball, too. So you would think that you would have all those football coaches in the city, at least, where you're hosting the national championship game, right? Yeah. That would seem to make sense. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think there was a lot of things they got right with it. The start time was right. Didn't delay it to, like, 8, 30, 9 o'clock. I agree. That was smart. Uh, the matchup probably. But I, I just think the result, the fact that it was a 58-point game. Yeah. They tried so they try to get experimental with things like the McAfee cast, which I haven't seen great things about. Um, I've no, seen it was little, awful. I've seen clips of it, and it is just downright <laughs> awful. 
No, it's hideous. It's hideous. Well, it's just edgy I, I, for I the sake of being edgy, really. Well, it's not even edgy. but I, And I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to capture the magic of McAfee's podcast and the Manning cast in that situation with him live on. And I'm, and that's fine. I think there needs to be a little more thinking outside the box on how we present these things in television. But, you know, that, uh, that may not be the way to do it. And, I, and I, it, despite the chagrin of our peanut gallery yesterday, I do think stuff like the coaches cast is kind of a cool I said you'd want to watch the game that entire way. Yeah, but check I think in it's every kind once of interesting. While, yeah, yeah, I think it, but I think that should have been a little made a little more available. This was a real moment but that I'm, happened during the McAfee cast. They found a guy with an interesting mustache. They panned the camera to the guy with an interesting mustache. Talked to the guy about his mustache for a good two minutes and missed a touchdown that TCU scored. There you go. <laughs> I mean that t- gives you a good idea of what was happening on that broadcast because the guy had an Hashtag interesting mustache. S- yeah. Hashtag sources. The NCAA D1 Council has approved a measure to turn all volunteer positions in baseball and softball, and in all sports for that matter, into a full-time coaching position without recruiting constraints. Volunteers will officially become full-time coaches July 1st, 2023. So that's a little bit of news today. Dre Bly also gone from the the, uh, Tar Heel coaching staff. How about that? Isn't that interesting? Former pro bowler as well for the Lions. So Dre Bly out in Chapel Hill. They had uh, real struggles on the back end defensively. Uh, We'll end on a bright note here before we get into the uh, sports gambling and hearing from some of the lawmakers on it today. That's coming up next segment. Uh, Plus, we've got uh, a tremendous guest, a pair of guests today. I'm very excited about James Patterson and Mike Lupica being with us. they got a new book out that they've written together. We'll tell you all about it coming up. But uh, DeMar Hamlin, discharged from a Buffalo hospital. Isn't that amazing? That is remarkably unreal. Have you Uh, seen the latest news with him, though? This literally just broke. No, what is it? He's trying to trademark, did we win? Oh, did it? Yeah, he's trying to trademark, did we win? I, I, I ain't mad at him for that. I wonder what he what is he going to sell like hoodies with that, or I wonder where he's going with that. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know, I think he could. That's that's part of the rage now, right? I like yeah. it. Did we win? I'm I'm fine with that. There are we you go, yeah. are you fine with that? I'm fine. With I, it, I yeah. respect I mean, the hustle. I don't know how you trademark such a simple phrase like that, but I'm sure like more common phrases have been trademarked, and so whatever. Yeah, all the more power to. I'm him. fine with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. Get it done. Get it done. All right. uh, We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, We'll have some audio from today where the lawmakers uh, spoke about legalizing sports gambling in the state of North Carolina. You won't want to miss that as uh, the General Assembly started their legislative session today. Uh, That on the other side. And then still to come, Lupica Patterson on the PJ Show. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, money. So here's what it looks like as far as sports gambling goes in North Carolina. Uh, Sports betting could get a revote in the NC legislative session, which is beginning today. A bill to legalize mobile sports betting in North Carolina narrowly failed last year. Some of the leading or one of the leading proponents said the issue is uh, ready for prime time. 
and uh, could be addressed again soon. Now that the session has started, Representative Jason Sane telling uh, WNCN-TV in Raleigh the following. For one, you know, it's kind of a new idea when we first brought it last session, and it was something that we knew would really need to marinate uh, as people, you know, got familiar with the issue. Do you think anybody has changed their minds for sure on this that you've talked to? I do. Well, we will see. As you will hear in a few moments, it does not look like it'll be brought up on the Senate side like it was last time. We had our Live at the Legislature show this morning on Talk of the Town. The Big Hen was in Raleigh Wood at the General Assembly building. But uh, one more comment from Jason Sane. Uh, and uh, this is among the many reasons why mobile sports betting should be legal in North Carolina. We're losing money. The whole point of doing it is making sure that we're not losing those dollars to other states. Because if you're not allowing college betting, they're just going to go to the other state, what they're doing now, and, and place those bets. Now, in that same... Uh, production piece there from uh, CBS in Raleigh. There was, uh, they, they talked to the kooky old liberal Pricey Harrison. And I, I just don't have any patience or time to hear what she wants to say because she's opposed to it. A lot of the old heads are. Uh, but there are, so, are also some on the Republican side. Uh, Keith Kidwell's a guy who represents some counties here in the East. He was on with Henry this morning and, you know, kind of was uh, haughty and taughty about his opposition for something that should happen. Uh, some of the other cuts from this morning include uh, Tim Reeder, Dr. Tim Reeder, who is a, a new member of the House representing Pitt County, who uh, says he's not opposed to it, but has to do a little more looking into the legalization of sports betting in NC. This is something I'm going to have to learn about. Uh, I know that obviously there's other states around us that allow sports betting. And um, in general, if let people do what they want with their own money. But I think that there's a lot more implications in there. So that's something that I'm going to really have to learn about. I, you want to hear from one of your constituents? Sure. I think that there's so – look, I can I see it with my own eyes. There's so much sports gambling going on already. Legalize it, tax it, get make it a revenue source for the state, and it ain't hurting anybody. <laughs> All right. I'll, 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 I'll put that in the one vote from Henry <laughs> I am a yes on, yeah. on sports gambling for sure. So, Reader, there, a member of the state house, now to the uh, state senate, where Jim Perry, guy from eastern North Carolina in Lenore County, guy who uh, really got behind this last year, gives uh, this answer as far as the legalization of mobile sports betting in North Carolina uh, when asked by the Big Hen this morning. You were the uh, main sponsor of the sports gambling bill, um, and it passed the Senate. went right through the Senate and passed, got over to the House and got hung up. Um, it looked like it was going to pass, I think, Representative Jason Sane, who sponsored it in the uh, House, uh, thought he had the votes. Uh, and as they say, don't put it on the floor if you don't know. And then some guys didn't show up for the vote. Um, but we hear that's coming back. Uh, give us your thoughts about that. So, you know, I, I looked at it just trying to be objective about what's really going on. And I think about the status of some of our um, smaller counties who are losing population every year and the impact of, you know, raising property taxes on my farmers in those areas. And uh, it seemed like a reasonable thing to consider. Uh, I believe in free will at the end of the day. The, the funny thing is I'm not a sports better. You know, I, I don't I don't gamble. I uh, don't bet on sports, uh, but it's your money. And if that's what you want to do, 
Uh, I think that we're given free will, and I believe you have the freedom to do that. Um, it is a different demographic. If you look at any of the studies of, of who the sports betters are, they are the uh, more highly educated individuals, typically college graduates. I think about 60% have uh, maybe some master's coursework. But, you know, people tend to just kind of lump everything together. But um, I don't plan to file that legislation this year. I, I took a look at it. I have considered it. I do think it's a reasonable um, source of, of tax revenue. But I, I do understand it's going to be uh, filed in the House. So the bill that you filed in the Senate last year passed the Senate, did not pass the House. Since it passed the Senate in the last session, could the House actually pass your bill in this session, or would it have to go back through the House Senate anyway? Every, everything dies at the end of the, the okay. biennium. It has to be uh, reintroduced anew. So you could see all the same language, but it'll be a new bill number, yeah. new bill sponsor. I take it from your comments about who the research is saying is doing this. You don't agree with uh, uh, Representative Kidwell, who just said earlier this morning that he felt like it was mostly people who were on government welfare that were gambling. It's not a matter of agreement or disagreement. It's just, it's the fact, you know, data indicates that's not who the sports better is. I, I think if you just lump all gambling together, that's where that argument comes from. But it's, it's specious to say that the, you know, it's the same person who makes those bets. Well stated there by uh, Senator Perry, especially when you've got bluster coming from certain members uh, of the, uh, of the uh, legislature who, who, on both sides, are just uneducated to the issue. Now, the uh, Senate President Pro Tem in the state of North Carolina is Phil Berger. Some would call him the most powerful man in North Carolina. And uh, he was asked this morning about sports gambling. This is what he told Henry Hinton. Again, throwing them all at you. Again, here. the Senate passed it last time. Uh, I suspect the support uh, continues to exist uh, in yeah. the Senate. Uh, we'll see what happens in the House. I'm pretty sure on that one. Uh, the Senate will not pass a bill, uh, but we'll wait for the House to send something over to us. So Jason Sane was not on the show today. That's why we played some audio from him from uh, the CBS 17 report in uh, Raleigh. There's some people anxiously awaiting to find out when this happens. We will be, of course, the first to tell you. We'll be working at finding out. I am told that uh, tomorrow there's going to be a piece airing from a WRAL sports fan. And it's going to be a piece from Brian Murphy. Remember Brian? He is the sports investigative reporter for WRAL. So he you know, obviously covers some of the day-to-day -day in sports, but he also is going to cover the legislature in this particular issue. So Brian Murphy uh, will have a, a, a piece out, Brian is telling me, tomorrow. And uh, we'll be talking to Brian soon. We hope this is a fluid situation and that we can get an idea of what exactly is going on. But... No Jason Sane this morning, who was scheduled at the end of the Talk of the Town program, but uh, did not make it. So don't know what that means as far as this goes. And, and we really don't know where this is. Maybe on the priority list, we're continuing to work uh, our sources to find out when, out of the House of Representatives in the state of North Carolina, a bill will be uh, presented and voted on. Special guests, Mike Lupica and James Patterson are going to join us here in a matter of minutes. Right now, Ben B-Baby Byram with a 94-3 The Game Sports Update. 
Thanks, Patrick. East Carolina looking to snap a two-game skid on the road at Cincinnati tonight. It'll be a tough task for head coach Mike Schwartz. On the opposite side of the court, Wes Miller looking to lead Cincinnati, hopefully to a postseason berth this year. He talks about what stands out on the ECU Pirates this year in their upcoming matchup later tonight at 9 o'clock. The first thing that really jumps out is how hard they play. Um, you know, he's done a terrific job of getting them to play with edge. Um, and they're like top 30 in the nation in offensive rebounding percentage. And that, that jumps off the page statistically. But when you watch them play, and I, I always like to watch a team play before I look at any statistical analysis and kind of see what jumps off the page to me first and then kind of use those statistics to, you know, either reiterate what I, what I already believe or maybe, you know, show me some things that I, maybe I missed. It's the 9 o'clock tip the night. Network coverage starts at 8.30. Coverage locally right here on 94 through the game begins at 8 o'clock with yours truly. ECU women's basketball now 12-5 on the season after feeding the Temple Owls earlier today, 72-51. Guard Danae McNeil is continuing to have a just very, very good reign in these last couple of games here, scoring over 20 in this latest game. ECU women's basketball will look to carry over the momentum as they hit the road at SMU this Saturday, January 14th at 7 o'clock. Armando Baycott went down early in the game with an ankle injury, and Pete Nance still nursing his back. North Carolina had a tough time last night against Virginia at John Paul Jones Arena. The Cavaliers staged a furious 17-2 second-half run to beat the Tar Heels 65-58. It was Carolina's eighth consecutive loss to Virginia in Charlottesville since 2012. UNC which is now 11-6 on the season, takes on Louisville this Saturday. Tonight, Duke hosts ACC rival Pittsburgh at Cameron Indoor Stadium. The 21st-ranked Blue Devils are 12-4 this season. And elsewhere, Wake Forest hosts Florida State. The Demon Deacons have won three of their last four. Cornerbacks coach Dree Bly is leaving the UNC football program in a decision that the school was describing as mutual. Several Tar Heel secondary players have left the program after the season in which the UNC defense and secondary has struggled. The Panthers' head coaching search is underway. Carolina's requested permission to interview four different offensive coordinators from around the NFL. The list of early candidates includes Giants OC Mike Kafka, Buffalo's Ken Dorsey, who's their current offensive coordinator, Philadelphia's Sean Steichen, and Detroit's Ben Johnson. Interim head coach Steve Wilkes is also expected to enter interview for the head coaching job after leading the Panthers to a very respectable season where they finished 6-6 six and six to close out the year. In other news, the team has decided to release defensive tackle Phil Hoskins. And the state of North Carolina has been selected to host the 2029 World University Summer Games. The news came yesterday at the executive community of the International University Sports Federation chose the Tar Heel State to host the largest sports competitions in the world for student athletes age 18 to 25. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. This 94 through the game sports update is brought to you by Dean Boneyard, an NIL initiative directly supporting part student athletes. For more information on how to donate, go to teamboneyard.org. On the other side, we'll hear from Mike Lupica and James Patterson with their latest book. It all comes your way with the P-Man right here on the Patrick Johnson Show. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. An amazing opportunity to talk to uh, two greats. One I've talked to before, 
The other, the first time ever talking to it. It's quite an honor. Best-selling author James Patterson joins us along with one-time sports columnist, a best-selling author in his own right, Mike Lupica. They have a new project out. The dynamic duo of best-selling authors, Patterson and Lupica, have the House of Wolves now available wherever you buy your books. So hello to James Patterson joining us here on the Patrick Johnson Show and to Mike Lupica, who I have interviewed a few times when we were in Raleigh. I always call him Lupica because that's what Tony Kornheiser calls him. Didn't I go to the station to do my show? I, I It seems to me I, I remember doing my radio show from a station in Raleigh. Yeah. I think I did. Yeah, probably the sports station, which was the nicer station uh, uh, building over from where I was working. Uh, because you probably got no asbestos poisoning in the building that I was in, but that's a whole other story. Well, yeah, I think time. I, I think I looked across and saw you in the little darkened room, like a little Harry Potter living under the yeah. stairway. I was probably yeah, glowing was, in no, the that dark. That was you. That was okay, me. Yeah. That was me. Uh, this is great. Thank you both for doing this. Uh, it's awesome to to speak to both of you. Um, I, I, hello to James Patterson. What an honor this is. We're honored. We're honored. We're in North Carolina talking in North Carolina. We're going to be in Charlotte tonight. Okay. At the BNN there. A lot, of, a lot of fun. Good. Very good. Okay. Well, I'll start here. How did this partnership come together? Well, we met in the bar. <laughs> that's, what writers, that's what writers do. And uh, we started talking about books and stuff, and we're both, you know, big uh, book readers, you know, Dostoevsky and Proust and whatever. <laughs> and uh, we got to move off of that, and we said, let's, let's do a book together. And now we did, did House of Wolves, which, you know, we love that these family, these powerful, dysfunctional families like on Yellowstone, the TV series, and Succession, and the Corleones going back a little ways. And, you know, I mean, this, this, this uh, week, the big books are going to be, you know, Prince Harry and House of Wolves. And, and, you know, but Prince Harry, the Royals, I mean, give me a break. I mean, so <laughs> Harry gets batted around a little bit by his brother. And then and then he can't, doesn't talk to his dad too much. And, you know, but the Wolves, I mean, they really, they really go at each other. The Wolves in this book, that family, they own the, the sports, they own the, uh, the football team, who are the Wolves in, in the book, San Francisco Wolves. That's where, that, that's where the title comes from. Football, football, football. This, you know, Prince William slugged uh, Prince Harry, and and, yeah. and with the Wolf family, you know what that is? That's good morning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I was going to say <laughs> Harry has nothing on Jenny Wolf. That's what I was going to say. It, it, oh no! Oh yeah! Yeah. No. Except Jenny Wolf's not a whiner. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. There is that. Jenny Jenny whacked out her brother in the book. No doubt. And Mike's daughter, she read the book and liked it a lot. What'd she say? Oh, yeah. Hannah Lupica was, loved this book. And, and, and our first book was A Horsewoman. And she is a horsewoman. And she liked this book better. And she called up when she got to the scene where Jenny slugs her brother Jack. And she said, she's got three brothers, my daughter. And she said, Dad, I didn't know that slugging my brothers was in play. And I said, well, I just didn't think that was the message I wanted to impart to you, my precious angel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, James Patterson, Mike Lupica with us here today. Uh, They're in the state. They're over in Charlotte, a little far for us, but that's okay. Uh, They're here. Uh, They're promoting their latest collaboration, The House of Wolves, murder mystery centered around the ownership of a fictional NFL league team. And uh, this is uh, this is pretty exciting. What are are your favorite bookstores right around Raleigh? 
Well, we're yeah, in we're in Greenville. We're further east than that. We're right, in Greenville. Greenville. Yeah, we're in Greenville. I bet there. You got a Barnes and Noble up there. Yeah, right? there's a Barnes and Noble there. Uh, there's okay. some other local shops. You know, there's a, there's some good local ones too. Well, in I, I want people that head into the Barnes and Noble this morning and and sell sell out the book. You know, get it and tell them to reorder. So uh, and and tell them <laughs> that, that 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 James and Mike sent them. I will. I will tell right. them that personally. You you invited them to to go. Right. Well, you can go check it out. You might do a follow up show there. You know, interviewing people at the store. That'd be a lot of fun. That would be good. I I, I did read uh, the the group that set this up sent me a PDF, so I was able to to page through the first couple of chapters uh, last night. Fascinating. It, it's really excellent. And, and this has been some other people I know that got advanced copies were raving about this. So this is this oh, is good. This Great. is really really cool. And uh, we're just doing our small part to help you guys uh, sell sell a Thank few you. books. When you, Thank you. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really because yeah, obviously you can hear this. To so we got kids, kids in college and stuff. Yeah, you right. College, I so. understand. Yeah. Two big personalities, uh, two great personalities, two accomplished writers. How does the give and take go with the ideas? That that really is kind of fascinating to me to hear. That Do you process. want it kind of, I mean, you, the way it goes, like we wrote this thing on, this morning, goes like this, and this is kind of the way we collaborate. I'll say, can you see by the dawn's early light? And we just came up with that ourselves. Yeah, we go back and yeah, forth yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. But is it an adjustment? Because you guys are so feel, prolific. Feel You've been so prolific. No, well, yeah, I, I, I'd be, anybody would be doing great to rip. James Patterson yeah. or Mike Lupica. Well, I've done some collaborations, uh, you know, with a couple with President Clinton and one with Dolly Parton, which was which was pretty cool. And, and you know, the thing that they that they bring, like with President Clinton, it was the authenticity about the presidency, and and then with Dolly, it was was country music with our Run Rose Run, mm -hmm. and then with Mike, it's the sports stuff. I mean, I love sports, but Mike's been there; he's dealt oh, yeah. with it. We, actually, we had a call the other day, and uh, somebody was asking me about the mob being in House of Wolves, and I said, "Are you talking about the NFL owners?" <laughs> yeah, Mike, how close is that to, you know, well, I, I, real close. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I, you know, this is a tough subject because obviously. It can't, the Panthers are being run so well by the writers. <laughs> oh, yes. That's a big discussion um, for us uh, on the program. But you know what? I, Jim and I were talking about this earlier this morning. We couldn't even make up a guy like Daniel Snyder of the Washington <laughs> Right. They, we would say, oh, yeah, we got this guy and he does this, this, and this. I wonder if he made that decision on the name, do you think? You the commanders. It, you think it ultimately went to Snyder and his wife? <laughs> and they said, "Commanders, that's nice." Well, in, in Snyder's case, he probably then went to the team cheerleaders and asked them what they thought too. And, uh, uh, you're going. You're. Uh, this, I can't believe you went to that level already. I'm sorry. I, I. What was that country song you were talking about? Oh, uh, I, I was telling Jim and I were trying because I I was resisting yesterday. He said, "Well, Dolly's a better songwriter than Mike," and I said, "Well, you don't know what kind of country music I've written in my life." Yeah. And, 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 and by the way, then he talked about Clinton and politics. And I think I, I could have had a whole career in politics that you knew nothing about. But a friend of mine used to send out the best country lines. And my favorite was always, from the gutter to you is not up. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. That's a great line, yeah. actually. Uh, the great Mike Lup Lupica, the great Mike Lupica and the great James Patterson are with us here. A brand new book, The House of Wolves. And uh, it is available now wherever you buy your books or wherever you download your books after you've legally purchased them. 
uh, these guys have bills to pay for. I'm glad you said that. Yes. We don't like to shoplift. Yes. <laughs> no shoplifting. No shoplifting or, or illegal downloads. Um, when, so when you when you guys are constructing this uh, book and it has the elements of the NFL, which Mike knows very well, and you have the elements of, uh, as you say, uh, things like the Sopranos and uh, and uh, uh, the Costner show. Newspaper business. Yeah, the newspaper. Well, and the newspaper business. There just seems like there's a lot going on there uh, with, with all of this. So, you know, what does the original draft look like? Well, we well, can't- we start with the big outlaw. Yeah. yeah, no, Jim is a bear for outlines. He, it, and I'm telling you, it, it, it makes the job of the storytelling for both of us extremely uh, a lot easier because the outline is good. But we, in in our story, the, the football team and the newspaper are like the ranch for the Duttons in Yellowstone. You know, they're like Yellowstone, the family yes, business yes, yes, right. in, in succession, except, the again, our wolf family would, would kick the Duttons' butt. I mean, Absolutely. yeah, in a street yeah. fight, Kevin Costner be running for the hills. <laughs> oh, don't, don't hurt me, don't, Danny, don't hurt me. Yeah, no, Costner be hiding under the desk. You all are kind of going around the country. I get you're in Charlotte tonight, but you'll be going around different places. I think tomorrow in the Upstate of South Carolina and all that. Uh, maybe even a, I think actually in Clemson. If I'm yeah, not mistaken, Clemson, yeah, right. yeah. Go, so go Tiger, yeah, and, and then you guys have been all over <laughs> television. Uh, as well, uh, I think Good Morning America, maybe yesterday or here recently. So, uh, yeah, morning, Joe. Yeah, yeah, morning. Obviously, to promote all of this. So, yeah, what? No, we just go on to because we like the people. <laughs> yeah, I think Willie Geist. Yeah. Well, I was we were on with Willie Geist, and he was talking about the football team, and he he, he we both went to Vanderbilt, Willie and I, and he said, uh, you know, when we played. Uh, uh, Georgia, we only Vanderbilt only lost fifty-five nothing. Yeah, and that was better. That's better than TCU did. <laughs> yeah, we're in a big college market, kind of like the one you'll be in tomorrow with Clemson. Uh, so, Mike, let me let me ask you this: It's that you know he he addressed did uh, Mr. Patterson the horrific national championship game when you uh, when you look at expansion of the playoffs and now name, image, and likeness, which is. Uh, coaches are complaining about when they lose out on a player now on social media there was an ECU player involved in going to Illinois but ended up at Auburn so that's uh that's been in the news well my here. wife is a badger ah. and fickle as you know University yeah. of North yeah. Carolina they we, just got you know they've taken all the North Carolina coaches it's good yeah they, the, only, the only mistake they made was not getting a quarterback while they were picking the, the pocket Patrick, Patrick you remember that Mrs. Patterson's school stole Russell Wilson. Do you remember that? They stole Russell Wilson. Yeah, did they not? that was, well, no, NC State, no, the, the NC State ran him off cool. though, Mike, that's always the, that's kind of the, the quasi story. Of, hey, of guess Russell what? Wilson. And I, aren't the Broncos happy to have him? <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Broncos wish Wisconsin would take him back right now, but, but so, so Mike, give me, I mean, college sports. Yeah. The athletes probably have deserved a little something here. But it's really resembling free agency in a lot of ways in football right now. Did you see the numbers from the University of Texas? The oh, average person, the average kid is getting two hundred and eighty six thousand. I know, it's crazy. It's it's that's a it's, good number. It's a great I'm number. Mike and I are thinking of playing a little football. I we, think I think we all should. <laughs> Patrick, we you it's so funny you bring this up because we had a long conversation about this very subject at dinner last night. And here's the thing with the expanded playoff. I, I there's parts of it I like. 
But the thing I liked about the current system in college football is every Sunday, every Saturday felt like a national you – know, if you lost, the national championship was on the line. I mean, Alabama absolutely was one of the four best teams in the country, and they lost two games on the last play of yeah. the game mm-hmm. by a total of, what, four points, and, and those were the stakes. And we're gonna when it expands to twelve teams, it's gonna it, it, it's gonna change. That urgency is gonna leave it a little bit. I think. I, I think. feel we're gonna get Appalachia State's gonna get in next year. <laughs> I That's hope good. not. I hope not. No, we we don't like App State down here. I hope not. Oh, Boy, okay, all right. Yeah. Wait a minute. What what's wrong with App State? I just their fans are obnoxious, Mike. That's. <laughs> All right. Oh, we got, see, now listen, we got something out of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. no. How about those Dukes? How about those Dukies? <laughs> well, the, that is what, well, look, that's the beauty of this state is you got, what, six or seven football, major football playing fan bases, basketball, so but every fan base is obnoxious. No, 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 no. You have no major football teams. You do have a lot of, you used Well, they to play the FBS level. I, I know what you're saying. basketball teams. Yeah. No, I, no. I, North look, Carolina and Duke, boom! What happened, Coach K and William Bo? Well, William they're not there anymore, James. That's part of it. I know. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> of that. That's what I was saying. And the quarterback from Wake Forest—he's going to Notre Dame now. And and uh, well, let me ask you one more thing. Again, yeah. I got to defend our, our, my my brothers at, at App State. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. I'm just I'm making that up. But um, <laughs> so wait. Yeah. Appalachian State annoys you, but Duke doesn't. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, that's, they be. they're homers. Let's yeah, face that's it, that's uh, that's probably a little. But see, my dad is well, a, a long-suffering Duke football fan, and he was a Duke basketball well, Duke football, fan. They, they're coming on. Yeah, they're coming on. Did they win ten this year or something? They they won nine, and they beat UCF, which which made me happy as well. All right, okay. And you got Daniel Jones. He's going to upset the Vikings for the Giants this weekend. Uh, that game could be ugly, Mike. That's an ugly football game, I think, this weekend, which is fine. <laughs> which is that's fine. What, that's what my Giants do. They win ugly. Ugly, ugly, ugly. You all have are no shortage of opinions, which I love here, and I want to take advantage of fully of our, our minutes here. The great best-selling author, James Patterson, What's the name of our book again? Let me let me pull the screen up. The great Mike Lupica <laughs> is here as well uh, as the brand new book, their latest collaboration, The House of Wolves. Following as, as the Mike and I go, House of Wolves. Woo! It follows the thirty-six-year-old high school football coach Jenny Wolf as she tries to figure out who murdered her dad, an egomaniacal billionaire who had associates who were mobbed up. Her dad got killed. According to the book. All right, now. Ecomaniacal, by the way, yes. ecomaniacal billionaires, that, that's Jim's neighborhood. You know, <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, the, uh-huh. the, again, you guys have drawn from a lot of real-world experience here. So, all right. We do know a few of the owners. I'm yeah. asking Mr. <laughs> yeah. Patterson in on this, too, along with the great Mike Lupica here. Is Tom hey, Brady me... washed, in your guys' opinion? I'm just uh, rolling no, the ball out there. Goes, not if he goes to the Dolphins with those receivers. Ah, Okay. Do I think he's washed up? Absolutely not. I, I, I think, you know, maybe in five or six years after he's turned 50, we could have more revisit <laughs> this conversation. Right. And where, where does he have to go? No. no that's, that was, hey. Jim wants him to go to the Dolphins. Jim I know. I wants mean, him to go to no, the He has nowhere to go now. He's, he's got to play football. Yeah, well, what's he going to do? He he now doesn't have the aggravation at home. I mean, he's got to play football. It's going right? to go on the uh, NBC Sports or whatever. And uh, it's Fox. Yeah, he's got the big deal with Fox. Is it Fox? Okay, yeah. All right. And I mean, it's a ton of no, money. But... 
no Giselle. He has a TV dinner. He watches Netflix <laughs> and he goes to bed. And apparently at 8 o'clock at night. I, and, a, and a bad TV dinner because he doesn't eat. Well, I was going to say he can food. have his zucchini chips now and, and eat them on the couch while he watches Netflix. <laughs> That's the good thing about so without bad. getting, without getting aggravated now. Um, I, I want to keep you guys on time. Uh, so we will say goodbye to you, but thank Don't you so worry, much. We just, we just shut it off. When, when no, I understand. Yeah. You know, I've done these before. You'll just, you'll be shut off mid sentence. If, if we don't, uh, send a proper goodbye that, to you. By the way, that's the way to get some phone call. You don't like hang oh, up yeah. in mid sentence. It always fools them. Yeah. I've, I've done that before. Yeah. Uh, the house of wolves. Uh, this has been sensational. Buy it wherever books are sold right now. Always great to talk to Mike Lupica and uh, wonderful to talk to James Patterson. Gentlemen, thank you. Safe travels out there. Good luck with all the crazy stuff going on with flights if you have to take them. And uh, we will uh, speak to you all hopefully we're, we're soon. Thanks, Patrick. Good to talk to you. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Uh, Mike Lupica, James Patterson. That was great. It's a stream of consciousness, Ben. It was a lot of fun. Was. Yeah, I grew up reading some of their books, so that was interesting. I think Patterson has hot takes. On sports. See, I always thought they were lame, just kind of like no fun guys, but they seem like they have a lot of fun. They're just like us. So. Yeah. I like to see that well, side of people. Like you. Oh, yeah, nobody's well, like good. me. One and only. The champ. That was, that was good, the champ. Uh, we will be back with a little more uh, to wrap things up, get you set for Pirate Basketball tonight, right after this. Probably, I'm going to say top three guitarist ever. Oh, okay. Maybe number one. Ooh. Hey, I like the Yardbirds. And he was kind of there for the Yardbirds prom, so yeah. 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 He was kind of, uh, he was kind of uh, influential. A lot of people. He was kind of like your band's favorite guitarist, or your yeah, favorite exactly. band's favorite guitarist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a great way to put it. So Jeff Beck, uh, that's sad. Sad news to end here today. On all right. Um, big thanks to James Patterson and Mike Lupica for being with us. Coming up at uh, eight o'clock tonight, we'll have coverage of ECU and Cincinnati locally here on ninety four three. The game. Ben B Baby Byron will have that for you. 8.30 on the network, 107.9 WNCT. And uh, 94.3 the game. Pre-game coverage begins the game tips at 9. Uh, tomorrow, Mike Houston will join us as we'll kind of wrap up the uh, season with uh, Coach Houston. Tomorrow, 